You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to Love Drop Podcast. I am Reese Ray. And I'm T. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, again, we want to thank you all for listening and sticking beside us. We're into uh, year two of this panorama that we call life. Uh, and it seems like it's just dragging. Every day is something new. Every day it's a new variant. It was Omarion last week, next week. Who knows what or who is going to be. Um, but I hope you all are staying safe, putting your mask on, sanitizing, vaccinating, or if you're not vaccinating, you're just keeping yourself safe uh, in all regards. Um, T, how was your holiday um, week, uh, week season, <laughs> holiday good stuff, your new year? My holiday was quiet. Christmas Day, I spent a little bit of time with my my sister and and her family um well by immediate family i should say we played a couple of games and we decided to pull out the deck of uh not suitable for work type cards my mom my mom is super saved y'all and we was like (laughs) read the card read the words on the card like how it says on the card and she refused to, but it was just funny. So we spent a little bit of time at my sister's house. My nieces and nephews were so excited for Christmas, as children are. They're five, five three, and the baby is five months. So yes, very happy. Oh, five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the baby was just born. Five, she five months. She'll be six months next week. But yep. Oh, that was yep. quick. Real quick. I know, right? And so then for New Year's Eve, um, I've never actually been out. Like, I know some people like to party for New Year's Eve. I've never been out to New Year's Eve unless it was like maybe at somebody's house, like a house party or whatever like that. But that's it. For the most part, I'd be a church child. But (laughs) I was home New Year's Eve, got a chance to chat with some friends via Zoom, made me a nice little charcuterie board, some little Prosecco. And um, I did stay up past midnight. I'm surprised. And then um, for New Year's Day, I chose not to cook. I chose not to do anything, child. I was totally relaxed, ordered some seafood, and I cooked the traditional meal on Sunday. But very quiet, nonetheless, uh, for both Christmas and New Year's Day and New Year's Eve. And I am... Looking forward to what 2022 has in store for me. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't do much. Uh, Christmas Day, I really just chilled around the house. Uh, I think I read books and watched TV because my daughter was with her father and her sisters and her family. So um, it, that's a new adjustment for me. Uh, I can't be selfish with my child. So there's that. Um on um new year's eve yeah we um got a little zoom call going i even got on clubhouse with a few of my friends just talking and chatting and cutting up and it was a good time um 
in the safety of uh, my home because I didn't feel comfortable going out being with anyone or being with people because this uh, virus is is being passed around like um, a baton in a race or something. I don't know. But yeah, that's basically what I did. Um, Drank. I had Chinese food because you know St. Louis has some of the best Chinese food. (laughs) Um, Chinese food. I had Reslin wine. Uh, I did cook uh, on New Year's Day, just a Mississippi pie roast, mashed potatoes, asparagus. Um, otherwise, that you know, it was really, it's been really chill. I did finish my planner because I'm a planner girl, so um, you know, put my stickers in, put my dates in, and coincide them with my calendars to my phones. So you know, I just was really relaxing because that's that, that was much needed. The meme said, rest, black girl, rest, and I rest. Okay, rest and drink wine. Uh, but yes, I am excited for 2022. Um, I hope that she comes in here, acts right, sit down, crosses her legs, drink her tea with her pinky up. Because 2021, I thought 2020, 2020 was something, but 2021 uh, is the meme when the guy was blinking his eyes and he just has a stare face. That was me, like the whole 2021. So, but um, yeah, we're gonna get into our little um, hot topic here. So, what do you think about um, Chloe Kardashian and the guy Tristan Thompson? Um, I, sidebar: I still think that that's OJ's daughter, but you know we're gonna leave it alone because we don't have a, a blood test. But that's OJ's daughter. I don't care what nobody says. Uh, why? Like, I don't understand if this man keeps cheating on you. He cheated on you, or he made a pass at Jordan Woods. Nothing. Didn't Jordan tell her, and she got mad at Jordan, or she walked in on it? I don't remember. But he did that. Then had another baby on you, and then had recently had another baby on you. But um, you got with him when his girlfriend or wife or whoever was pregnant. So, what did you think was really gonna happen? With Chloe J. Chloe J. I like that. I like it. <laughs> Shout out to Candace, our co-founder of the network. Uh, okay, the network. Candace. That's a gem. With Chloe J, um, like, let's be real. Out of her sisters, she was the most least attractive. This is prior mm-hmm. to her getting the, the surgeries. So... She suffers from low self-esteem. Like there's no other ways around it. And so they have a history. I don't really know about Courtney, but definitely Kim and Courtney. I'm sorry, Kim and Chloe, excuse me, have a history of um, you know, interfering in people's relationships and quote unquote stealing people's men. So I feel like all this is is just what goes around, comes around. The way that her and her family tried to ruin Jordan Woods's life when yeah. her boyfriend or whomever he was to her at the time was in the wrong. He's older than Jordan. He's the one who initiated the kiss without consent and they did everything in their power to try to ruin that girl while wow, she's still stuck around. I'm going to stick beside him. That's my man. Yeah. Or, or, so you think. So I personally... 
Do not feel sorry for her. I don't understand why black women go up for any of the Kardashians. Rob, Courtney, Chloe, Kim, um, the Jenners, Kendall, and uh, the other child, the Travis Scott's baby mom, Kylie. I don't understand why black women go up for them, be willing to die on a hill for them. I do not understand it at all. Just because you are adjacent to black culture, you choose to not only date black men, but you also choose to procreate with black men outside of Courtney. because She does. She loves white men. Yeah. Okay. Like, I just don't understand what the fascination is with them. And I had asked this years before when their show was really popular. I so happened to be getting my hair done. I was like, what is it about Kim that y'all like so much? Like, what does she do? Like, what is this show about? And the way that people were defending her when I was in the shop, I was like, are y'all for real? Like, I just asked a question. Like, what is it about this woman that makes her like, I said, is she some type of savvy businesswoman? Like, is she like one of, I mean, before it was an influencer, what we call like a socialite. Is she like this yeah, real, yeah, socialite. you know, socialite or whatever? Like, what is it about her? So nobody could really give me a concrete answer. But with Chloe, I don't feel sorry for her. I have no remorse for her. And she's getting exactly what she deserves. And there's no amount of trying to tell her like, hey, girl, you don't deserve this. Yes, you do. You absolutely do deserve it because of how you allow Tristan to do his first child's mother. He's cheating, repeatedly cheating on you while he's with you. And then also, Lamar Odom says she smells like earring bags. She don't even shower. Whoa. Like Whoa. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> I, where was I? Yes. 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 Where was I in? Why did he say that? This was a couple of years ago. But he says she don't shower every day. He said her her private parts smell like earring bags. I said, that is still so disgusting. (laughs) That is very disgusting. Very. Very disgusting. No amount of plastic surgery you get. No amount of posting Patty LaBelle's on my own, on your Instagram, is going to make me personally feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you, but you know who I do feel sorry for? The children that y'all are involving in y'all Man. nonsense as adults. They don't deserve that. Not your daughter, not his oldest son, and not this new baby. They don't deserve this nonsense that y'all adults are, you know, playing ping pong back and forth with each other. Y'all just nasty. But I don't feel sorry for you. And your man has a sassy voice. It's a not sassy cute. Voice. I have yet to hear his voice, but does he even um, still play I'm, ball? Like, why did I? I know? It's, it says he does. I'm looking at um, you know, Wikipedia. It says, he, and he's 30 years old. Isn't she like almost 40? So, yes. not, not that you can't date anyone younger, but it's just the fact that, that makes it even worse. Girl, you take so you yeah, get you played. Take all of this from a little a little a little boy. Yes, you uh, get played by. I think Chloe and me are the same age, so she's 37. So you're getting played by me in seven years, your junior. You're a loser. You are, Matthew, you're a super loser. And I don't feel sorry for you. 
Frankenberry. Oh, she is 37 and her birthday is in June. Wow. I don't claim this? her. She ain't, no. Uh-uh. No, nah, she's a cancer. Mm. Yes, she is. But, but yeah, she, um, I, I'm sorry. She, she looks like she looks older than what she is, but that's besides the point. But girl, you out here getting played by somebody younger than you, seven years younger than you at that. And he probably like his sex probably not even good to be dealing with none of that. Like the first time, um, because is this the second new baby or is this the first new baby? Or he it's just the first new baby. Cheat. Okay, so he just cheat. He just be cheating. This, mm-hmm. So this is the first time a baby was produced. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's mm-mm. no ma'am, no ham, no turkey. I wouldn't be dealing with it. Uh, the whole Jordan, uh, Jordan Woods thing like, y'all tried to embarrass this girl and you still went back to him. Like, you should be embarrassed for yourself. And now she's living her little best life, but um, that and uh, what's your take on situationships? Because uh, with this pandemic, uh, you I don't know, maybe everybody's a little kooky, but no one really wants, people want to settle down, but then people still want to do what they want to do and they're confused. So maybe, you know, I don't know, wearing the mask is confusing them. I don't know. But what <laughs> do you think about uh, I think, situationships? Uh, I think with situationships, especially now, Um, they may be ideal for some people who don't necessarily want to go out and meet someone new during this pandemic. Like there may be people that are more comfortable spending a block on somebody that they either used to date. They don't want to get back into a relationship, but the sex may have been really great between them or they never was in a relationship at all. And they just, it was always like, you know what we do. Like there was no explanation. There was no need to explain. Y'all mm-hmm. just knew what it was. Um, for me at this phase in my life, a situationship would not work for me. Um, it has somewhat in the past worked for me. Um, it wasn't a consistent situationship. It was off and on for many, many years. Um, we had rekindled, well, it was 2020. Yeah, so 2020, we had rekindled. Um, it didn't go past that. I realized, yeah, I said, you know what? I'm over it. I don't want to do this anymore. I, you know, desire more of an intimate type of interaction between us. Like, yes, we have our moments where we talk, we share, but it's not like you're staying over. And right, right. we get to, you know, cut on and, you know, be making out and stuff like that. And I had said this off, um, you know, us recording. I don't even know the last time I actually made out with a man. It's been that long. And I know some people be like, how you be having sex with somebody that you don't be kissing? Well, nine times out of ten, that person probably don't really belong to you. <laughs> so that could be one reason why. And then, you know, another reason why is. They might not know how to, but um, yeah. So it's just those moments that I craved. I, I really craved those uh, non-sexual intimate moments. And I know I wasn't ever going to get it from that person. 
So I said, you know what, let's just part ways like for good for good this time. Um, with the pandemic, I know that when we recorded at the top of last year, I was mm-hmm. so ready. I was like, yes, like, let's get it. Like, yeah, I know that I kind of pumped the brakes on dating overall in 2020. By 2021, I'm like, all right, let's get it. And I still wasn't comfortable enough to really go out. I'm like, I really don't want no man to meet me here, um, picking me up from home and dropping me off from home. I'm not comfortable with them knowing where I live yet. And just since I wasn't really comfortable getting outside yet, like I think the first time, as a matter of fact, not even I think, the first time that I went out in 2021 was on my birthday. <laughs> and I went out okay. to eat. And I went out to eat because I love to eat. So I had not gotten a chance to really do any um, real dating. I had kind of put a pause on, you know, online dating or whatever like that. But I also still was open to, you know, meeting someone, you know, the old fashioned way. Now, in the beginning uh-huh. of the pandemic, child, it was some fine men in Target. Your Target day. Your Target day. <laughs> yes, I'm just like, okay, let's, you know, yeah, let me go to Target a little bit more. However, right. however, since there have been, you know, flip-flopping in the Commonwealth of PA with, with mask wearing, and I get to actually see some people's faces now, I'm like, mm, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but... So I had um, said, okay. And at the end of 2021, I said, okay, I'm going to start now uh, to be more intentional in dating. So I had, you know, joined a couple more uh, online dating apps. I was chatting with some guy on a dating app and I had text Reese because I was like, girl, is this a red flag? Because we were talking about the holidays. It was around the holiday time. And I said, you know how much I, I love the holidays. I enjoy the holidays. I enjoy spending time with my family. And he said, well, I don't really have a big family like that. And I'm not really in the holidays. I was like, girl, this sound like this man is cheap. And I ain't going to get no gift if, if, you know, if it resulted in that. Because I have dated men who have, you know, especially in my youth, will break up with you before the holiday or be like, oh, I ain't really against the holidays. Like, they just don't want to buy you nothing. So I, I will admit I am triggered when I when I hear a man say something like that. So that was strike one. Strike two was he was like, well, what you doing today? I'm like, I don't know what I said I was doing. It was on a Sunday. And he was like, okay, well, I want to know if you wanted to go to a Sixers game. Like, not you asking me out on a date. You just asked me, oh, I wanted to know, you know, if you want to go on six. What? First of all, I love sports. Don't get me wrong. However, if I'm going to any type of game, I need good seats because I'm not sitting on nosebleed. So I just was like, mm, I changed my mind. So I unmatched with him. Then I was talking with this British Jamaican on another. Wait a minute. Girl. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So. Did he tell you what type of seats it was? Or you just Girl, I already know it was those seats. I I used my my better judgment. I used my discernment. I knew they was not good seats. <laughs> yeah, like, 
I knew they were not good seats because if they were, he would have been like, hey, I got seats in such, such section, like, let's go. But no. So um, then I was on another app chatting with a guy who's British Jamaican. And all he kept talking about was Rand Terminal, which is like an international type of food hub in Philly. I'm like, okay, well, what do you like about Reading Terminal? Do you like the food? Do you like people watching? Like, what? Oh, I just love Philly. I love Reading Terminal. I'm like, okay. So he was just being weird to me. And so then he was like, well, I want to know when we going out on a date. I'm like, are you asking me or are you telling me? So I wasn't too sure about that. So again, I unmatched with him. So I have tried, I'm trying, as I say, I'm trying to not just automatically say, hell no, mm -mm, this is not going to work. I'm trying not to have to wake up with a changed mind and say, you know what, this ain't it. I really am trying. It's been challenging because I'm just like, it's been four years as of New Year's Day that I've been single. So I am inclined to tolerate even less now but Man. i haven't really seen and i was having a, um, a conversation with, with one of my friends and i was telling her um i would be open to even dating not like actually making it official and procreating with someone outside of my race not white men let's get this straight i i have no desire to ever date a white man period so i said you know the Asian, you know, like Filipino, the Philippines, Cambodian, um, you know, uh, Dominican, Puerto Rican, you know, you know, men like that. But they have to be fine. That's the stipulation. Because I feel like with black men, they don't necessarily have to be like drop dead gorgeous for you to say, oh, yeah, I would definitely go out on a date with him. But for any man that I date outside of my race, he has to be gorgeous. And I know that that's might sound wrong and I live in my truth. I don't care. I don't care what y'all, <laughs> I don't care how y'all feel. But he has to be gorgeous for me to, you know, date him. So um, just even taking that pressure off of myself to have to find someone I need to settle down with in a serious relationship. I want to really, truly enjoy dating. So, Reese, this weekend... I was scheduled to go to speed dating. It was in person. It was in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, yeah, dang. It was in Wilmington, Delaware with one of my good friends from school and another one of our friends. And then um, as soon as I made the payment for the event, I got an email to say, you know, due to the surge of the Omicron variant, they had to postpone it and I got my money refunded. So we talk about Saudi. I was so, so back to the drawing board, a virtual. So there's another um, speed dating service that I already follow. They send me emails all the time. And I said, okay, well, maybe I'll try that again. I, you know, I'll do it, but it'll be virtual this time. Because the one time that I went to a speed dating event, this is right before March 2020. So, you know, I went out, it was uh, 10 women to five men. It was a mess. <laughs> Two of the men was in their 20s. I'm like, why are you here? 
we are all 30 plus women, career oriented. Go on the other side of the club and go get you a girl. Stop playing. So anyway, <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still hopeful. I'm still very much hopeful. Um, but in order for me to date, it also requires me to get out of the house actually. But because yeah. this current variant is easily transmissible, it's like, okay, because now we are forced to live with this virus, I have to figure out a best way of how to navigate life now. I can't navigate it as how it was pre-pandemic. I have to be able to learn how to navigate it in the thick of it. So again, it requires me to step out of my comfort zone and get out the house, even if it is out to eat. Like I love going to museums. I love it. Seeing, you know, or it should be open to the public now. What's the next exhibit that they're having? I'm not ready right. to go back to the movies yet. I'm just, that's just, I don't know when I'll be ready to go back to the movies. I would have loved to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. Loved it. And in 3D? Oh yeah, sign me up. That's the type of stuff I like to do. But as far as movies, still a hard no for me. <laughs> but other things that I enjoy doing, how else will I be in a position whether it's meeting a man, you know, on social media, through virtual mm -hmm. speed dating, or the old-fashioned way, how else will I be in a position to actually date men if I don't make myself known that I'm trying to date? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to get out of the house. I have to get out of my comfort zone. So, that's how I feel about it. And I know I went off on a tangent because we were talking about situationships. But to no, get back to the question that but get back to the question that you asked, the year said it was good, it was good. And those moments when it was bad is when like I got you know, I looked past the smoking mirrors and was like, No, this is not what's best for you now. But it has worked for me in the past. It has most definitely worked for me in the past, but just now as I inch closer to 40, mm -mm -mm. nah, it's just not going to work for me. Yeah, so I, um, as far as situationships, uh, situationships go, um, at this big old age of, <laughs> in my 30s, I'm not with it. I don't, yeah, I, I think I'll pass on it um, because I, I, I want intimacy um i want intimacy i want someone that um i guess i hate to say exclusive but i want someone who i'm exclusive with i don't want to sit up here and i'm wondering what are we doing what are we i don't, I don't want none of that um like you is more of i need to get out and kind of put myself out there a little bit more but those dating apps they are not for me honey they are not for me um, I talked about this with the last, not the last episode, episode, but the episode before that, um, how I did start, um, I, I did Facebook dating. I did, um, I think I did Tinder again. No, it wasn't Tinder. It was something else. Or was it Bumble? I don't remember, but I, I started up like three more of the apps and it's the same thing, the same thing to the point where. 
I'm saying the same thing every morning. Guys, oh, hello. Good morning, beautiful. How are you doing? Uh, or they're asking, what are you doing? In my bio, like, I, I made it simple. So I'm surprised I got as many responses as I did. But do not ask me, what am I doing? If it's between the hours of 8 a.m. and 6 p.m., nine times out of 10, I am working. So, yeah, I don't want to hear all of it. Um, and then I met a guy. He was cool. Um, I exchanged my Google number with him because I don't feel comfortable exchanging my real number with these guys unless I want to really get to know you. Um, exchange Google, Google number with him. He sends me six photos. Out of those six photos, I'm like, I don't need you. To, you could have just said your name. You didn't have to send all these photos. So he went on to um, say, oh, well, you can send me a photo for your contact. You can still one off of that dating profile. It's me. I'm not going to do that. Sorry. I don't know you to be sending you pictures that are not already on social media. That's just me. Um, he's like, oh, I knew you were going to say something smart. I said, you asked the question and I answered it. So I don't know how that was smart, but okay. He was like, man, um, why you always got an attitude? That's why you single now. I went off. I went off. I don't, I, I went off. Uh, Went off on him or whatever. 30 minutes later, I get a phone call from, I call him my homeboy, but he's older. Uh, get a home, uh, get a call from my homeboy. He was like, boy, you sure know how to go off on people. And I'm like, what you talking about? He's so, so you just went off on my son. This man then told me he was from New York. He, he'd been living in St. Louis for a year. All of this other stuff. This man was born and raised in U City, Missouri. If you don't know where U City, Missouri is, that is where Nelly is from. That's like six minutes away from my home. So no, I that the whole dating site thing. Then it's the dudes that's like uh, I made um, some stories on Instagram. Well, I, I blacked out their names and their pictures or whatever, but the conversation was there. And it was uh, the one guy told me, oh, you're too pretty to be smoking a cigar. Uh, you need to put that down and let a real man handle you. I said a real man would not be 56 with braids like a Morion to the back of his head. That's just what I think. Um, there was another guy. He was like, let me eat your ass. Why would you want to eat my ass? You don't know me. You don't even know if I shower well. Like, just how are Man, you? Man, just uh, <laughs> just discuss like that was the line of the of, of the the message. The first thing, let me eat your ass. What? One dude was like, uh, "Hey, baby, call me." I was like, "Huh?" He was like, uh, "Yeah, hear my number, call me." I'm like, "Okay, do I know you?" And he was like, "Why are you asking all these questions like a little girl? You trying to keep a conversation and shit? He's just a date, like, sorry, but you want me to call you, like." Yeah, dating sites give me a headache. I realize that they are not for me. Uh, I've been shooting my shot. I said this year, um, I might lay back on shooting my shot, but just flirt real heavily. Because I feel like shooting your shot is like a direct, like I'm feeling you was good. Flirting is like, I'm flirting with you, but you don't know. I, I guess it's a form of playing games, but... I'm not shooting no shots no more either. Uh, those were a bust. 
uh, I shot my shot at one guy, and he he said he was interested, but you know he really wasn't interested. But you want to comment on what I post on Facebook? I'm good. I don't want all of that. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have had some good some good times, some good dating, but uh, I, I'm more of a I'm gonna date whomever. I'm gonna date them all. Whoever uh, wins wins. Simple as that. Because I just. I don't have time to play games with investing myself in one person and then that one person that wasted my time. I was talking to a guy, uh, and this was most recently, uh, even with COVID, I do, um, you know, either, you know, you vaccinated. Okay, cool. Let me see a card. Like, where you been? Type of stuff. This is he he working back home, working back home. So that was cool. But when I say dude was a narcissist, like he, a straight up narcissist, he wanted me to go to Florida with him. He plays football, like semi-pro football. They had a championship, wanted me to go with him. And he was like, you know, you just need to, uh, this needs to bring, like, money if you want to, like, like get some souvenirs or something, if you wanted to, or whatever. It just bring you some money, with, which you're comfortable with. Okay, cool. But um, you mad because I'm not answering my phone. My phone on do not disturb because I'm in my auntie's funeral. So me and you arguing about that. And we're not even, like, together. You referring to me as your old lady and stuff like that. And I'm like, this would be cute if I was like 25. But at this big age, it, it's not cute to me. It is it's not cute to me at all. It's giving me controlling. I'm good. Um, so but this this year is more of a what's making me happy. Um, a lot of it is it, giving me um I'm going to do what makes me happy and I don't care who likes it and who views it as a certain point of view. This is me. I don't want on the rant to see. <laughs> but um, th- that's what it's giving me. It's giving me, I'm going to date who I want to date. I'm going to like what I, I, I want to like. I want to do what I want to do. And as long as I'm happy, that's all that matters. Um, I, dating it it really has green baby poop in it. And it's, it's hard to maneuver, especially during this pandemic. Because again, we're, what, two years in? Yeah. Yeah, so two years in. So, um, I, I date with precautions, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, the being uh, isolating in home and like just going like straight from home to work is, it could be a little draining. So I do want to date more. I do want to enjoy more uh, within my boundaries. Um, but dating apps, I don't see how you do it. I do not <laughs> see how you do dating apps. Because that, every morning, that good morning, beautiful, the same little conversation to the point where I open it. So they know that I open it. Like, dang, you're not going to respond. I'm not. and won't. Because you're not holding a conversation. Like, come on now. Well, at least you're getting conversation, child. I'm just getting maybe a like, and they be ugly. Like they, oh be no, they, they they definitely be ugly. Ugly, definitely be ugly. I told if you I the get- man who told me, uh, I need I don't need to be smoking a cigar because I'm too cute, and he got um uh, a Marion brace to the back of his head. Like go on somewhere. Not playing. <laughs> go the thing is that um. 
I've heard so many great success stories for people who have, you know, used online dating. It's convenient for me, especially at the height of the pandemic. It was, you know, it was very convenient for me. Even though I keep hearing from multiple people that Twitter is the best dating app, even though it's not a dating app. And I'm like, where? Because I don't really follow too many men on Twitter. And if I may think about superficial following a man, that's fine. Soon as I start reading his tweets, I'm like, oh, this nigga's stupid. Absolutely not. So I, me personally, the way I have curated my Twitter, I curated to, um, you know, following like-minded people. Some of them Mm -hmm. may follow me back. Some of them might not. That's fine. It doesn't matter to me. But that's how I curate mine. And none of the men that I follow, actually, I'll take that back. (laughs) Almost all the men that I follow, I would not be interested in, you know, pursuing something. Now, I did try to flirt with one you know, every once in a while, he don't either, one, he not interested, or two, he just stupid. He don't know I be flirting with him. But my longtime crush that I had from Twitter, it seems like he's not on Twitter anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know what, you know, what the reason might be, but like we had already established that he was not interested. But that didn't mean I can't still, you know, look at him and smile. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, like, mostly the all of the men that I follow are not men that I would be interested in going out on a date with, let alone smashing. Like, nah. <laughs> so, and see, uh, on my Twitter, I really, I don't know. I, I really don't, like you said, I really don't follow men who uh, I'm interested in. Uh, there was one guy I shot my shot to him. He was like, he got an old lady, but he still continues to flirt and do all this other stuff. So, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I don't know. I saw him at Creef Corps. Well, I'm oh, sorry. Creef Corps Park is a local park in St. Louis. Um, it's more like for recreation. I saw him there, um, like during the springtime when I say the man was jogging okay he was jogging had a nice nice little stride to him but when I say the man smelled good okay how you sweating and you smell good that's what Mm. caught me right there the man was sweating and smell lord Mm, I gotta let me gather myself the man was smelling good and sweating Mm. I say I, I don't want to. I don't want you know how you um you like oh I want to wash my shirt. I want to wash my shirt. I just want to keep it on the sniff the shirt. That's how good mm-hmm. he smells. Oh, but yeah. um he was like he got a girlfriend, so you know I was like uh um then there was this other guy. Me and him would flirt back and forth um on the timeline, and you know it'll be cool. But this man just proposed to his girlfriend like three days before. Out of my inbox was like, hey, we should uh we should chat off of Twitter, you know. I think you're cool. Um, I would be interested in taking you on a date, you know, nice little feel. So I go and look into his uh on his Twitter profile and I see a YouTube page. 
go on a YouTube page in the first video that was like three days, it's either two or three days, three days ago. Um uh the proposal, she said yes. So I'm thinking, yeah. you know, maybe he's a photographer or a videographer. And you know, because sometimes they put people proposals on their, their pages. I'm looking, I'm like, no, this looks like him. This looks like him. So, uh, you know, I put my inspector gadget glasses on. I said, okay, let me look at this hashtag on, on Facebook. You know, Facebook will tell it all. Hashtag led to me going to his page and like the whole set out of, is a hundred and something pictures with, you know, him proposing to her, her family being there. But you on in my inbox telling me, hey, we should go out on a date. We should chat offline. Sir, I, I hit him with the congratulations. He was like, huh? I said, aren't you getting married? Congratulations. He was like, oh, uh, 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 yeah, thank you. How did you know mm. that? I said, you posted your YouTube on your Twitter, but, you know, have a good one. I'm not even going to cut you out. It's just have a good one. Like, I don't know. I, where is my boo from, boo from Target if you're listening to this? Okay. Um, I might go tomorrow. By the time you hear this, it will be Friday. So tomorrow will be Sunday. Um, I mean, Saturday. But I'll go Saturday and Sunday, you know. Or you could just look in the bio and find me on Instagram or Twitter. And we can, we can cut out the target if you want. Just let me know. But uh, I can't do dating apps. I can't. Twitter, I, I, like you said, I don't follow enough men to be like, ooh. Instagram, um, I'm more look at them and just like, I can't be. I can't take them serious either. Um... I'm definitely not dating nobody on Facebook for real. Unless, like, I may be already knowing them or something. Mm-hmm. I can't see myself dating anybody on Facebook if I don't already know them. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I, I told you, girl, like, the brief, and I mean brief, it might not even <laughs> be a full 24 hours I was on Facebook dating. And it wasn't men that were... Um, the men that they were suggesting were mutuals of, of people I already was friends with. And I was looking like, absolutely not. <laughs> not even on my worst day of being a desperado would I ever. Absolutely not. So another thing that I noticed um, about being on dating apps is that a lot of the men are very jaded and what i mean by yes. very jaded is they are bitter mm-hmm. um and it comes across in their bio they don't know mm-hmm. how to take pictures they ugly mm-hmm. they ugly they ugly but <laughs> but truthfully um the amount of men i have seen who their ideal date is for them to cook for you like let's get out of this mindset of you bringing a woman to your home to cook for them. Absolutely not. We don't do that. That's relationship type stuff. Mm-hmm. Not when you're trying to get to know somebody and um, no, 
Because number one, it sets expectations that that woman may not be cool with. I'm not coming to your house. There might be an expectancy that you might have is that you're going to get something from me. I might not be wanting to do that with you either at all or in that moment. But I don't like that. I don't I don't like setting that precedent that we're going to do that. And, and even before somebody had mentioned on social media and I silently agreed with them that going to the movies as a first date is not a good first date. Because when you go to the movies, you're supposed to be quiet. And you're trying to get to know somebody. If you talk to the movie, people are going to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if it don't include us going out to eat either before or after the movie, going to the movies as a first date is not a good first date. It is not. But, yeah, so a lot of men either are so hell-bent on wanting to um, cook and, you know, Netflix and chill or whatever in a crib or they want a woman who can throw down. Do you not know how to cook, sir? Like, what have you no, been doing all these don't. years? What have you been doing all these years? Like, no. They, a, a lot of, uh, I'm not going to say all men, but there are a lot of men's expectations. Like, do you want, a, you know, a significant other? Or do you want a maid? They want a maid because they want, um, they want somebody to pick up where their mama lives off it. Yeah, and I'm I'm not it. I am not it. Sorry. Not sorry. But it's just that's really what can be frustrating as you go through these dating profiles. You'll see men like that. Or like even if you don't necessarily want to say where you work at. Oh, another thing, I'm sorry. One thing that'll make me swipe whatever the position is to say no. If a man said he's self-employed, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't trust Look, it. You said he's self-employed. I do not trust it at all. Okay, so me, I um I'm not okay. <laughs> I guess you could say I am self-employed. I'm in the trucking business, freight broker. Cool. Um you would meet a lot of dudes and be like, oh, yeah, um, I'm in the trucking business. And then they're like owner operators, which means they, they have their own truck and they drive their own truck. Cool. There's nothing wrong with it. But um, they don't know the basics. So you can't say you're self-employed if you don't know the basics. And you're not really, but you're still working like a nine to five. Or you're self-employed, but you don't you you're taking your real estate exam i've heard that before so you're not working right now but you're taking your real estate exam so how are you getting money how are you paying your bills Mm -hmm. that's when you dig deeper and you find out you still live home at at home with mommy you sit on your brother or sister's couch so how are you being a productive adult because it's tiring over on this side i don't know about this side but on this side, it's a little tiring. Um, you say uh, yours is that they say they're self-employed. Mine is if it's more than one person in the picture. If it's two or three people in the picture, I'm automatically going to swipe it. Because why is that the first per- uh, picture that I see? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but this is me. Why is that the first per- picture that I see? 
I don't know. It, it gives me uh, weird. Yeah. I, oh, another thing is, is that you have too many pictures with white people. No. <laughs> like you, the, you the token nigga in the group. Girl. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. Yes, but them group pictures, I be like, hmm. Because sometimes the people in your, in your group it just be finer than you. Man. And then they be lying about their height. I be like, you are not six feet. Stop lying. Be all of five seven, five five nine. at the now, most. Like. Now, and I also say this, that yes, a preference I have is a, a taller man, but putting your height in your bio just make you corny. No, just no. Or that you beard it. That is so corny to me. I'm 6'4 with a beard. So? Like, you really, mm-hmm. really type that in your bio. Like, I ain't got four eyes to see. Really? Please. You hear me say, mm? <laughs> I just like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Hard pass. Very hard pass. But let them tell it. That'll be, uh... That's, that's what women like. No, that's not what women like because it's horrible. Yeah, like, yes, women might have preference for that, but to lead with that is so corny. That's just like me saying I'm 5'5 five, five with a big butt. You know, I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Girl, <laughs> no. <laughs> if I was a man and I was to see a profile like that from me, I, I would swipe whatever. Nah, nah. You, you Courtney. You Courtney. Nah. I'm not even gonna take you serious. Not even gonna look your direction. But dudes don't see that. All they see is, um, oh yeah, I have a beard. And sometimes y'all be beard fishing too. But that's another subject on a, on another day. Isn't um, that crazy? Man, because some people are not cute with beards at all. Mm-mm. Um, another thing going into twenty twenty two. Um, we talked about bad sex. Um, last year, even had a whole episode on it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not taking no no more bad sex, even if it's bad sex with myself. I'm not taking it. Um, I'm gonna do what I want to please me. Uh, and. Hopefully, whoever my partner is will do the same. Um, it's, it's 2022. So there is no reason that you should you should just be having sex just to say you're having sex. I do kind of believe in the soul ties thing. Like, you depressed and you go sexing on somebody and they depressed and both of y'all just depressed and looking crazy. Maybe there's just me on the soul tie thing, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm in it to win it. So whatever I got to do to make me happy, uh, I'm definitely planning on doing. Yeah, I um, I didn't realize. Like I said, to be honest with you, I didn't realize until I had time to really sit and think through 2020, as well as us recording that there were 
more moments than I had cared to admit that I wasn't being um, satisfied properly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, it it was good. Or I was just putting too much, giving that person, I should say too much. And that wasn't the case. And because the last two times that I did in, you know, engage in sex, it was just like, that was it. That's it. Yeah, see. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so I, it's just so many like as as I continue to get older, there's so many things that I crave when it comes to having sex. And not that you look to, you know, rom coms or um, just romance movies in general, or even books that you might read, because I'm a visual person as well. But it's just, I'm a soft music, well, not soft music, but playlist playing, candles lit, you know, really setting the mood and the atmosphere. And that doesn't always happen when you have sex, because sometimes when you're in the mood, you're in the mood. You could be watching, I don't know, you could be watching Tom and Jerry, and you just might say, all right, let's go. Or y'all just, you know, start touching and fondling and kissing and whatever like that. But just the intimacy that comes along with sex is something that I really need right Mm -hmm. now. I really need that right now. And that's not something that I was always getting. But I I really need that, that real passion. That real passion that happens. And it might not be a long drawn out session. I might not have time for that. I might have 15 minutes. Like let's hit it and quit it in 15 minutes. But that foreplay better be on point. It better be, be on, on point. point. That is a non-negotiable for me. It needs to be on point because I can't can't heat up the oven without getting it started. So that's how I feel about it. I have been um, a person in the past where their pleasure was my pleasure. And I didn't necessarily always get the pleasure that I needed back reciprocated, but I found pleasure in giving that man pleasure. So I'm like, okay, well, what about your pleasure? What about what you truly need? to set it off. So that's why um, in the pregame, we were talking about the rose and how Reese, that was a great investment that I made. But I'm just like, man, not to say that, you know, a toy can replace a man, but at the same time, it prevents you from having as many headaches and attitudes dealing with some of the men in this world. Where you don't have to put up with that. You know, I ain't putting up with that. I got the rose. I got the rose. Okay. <laughs> I got the rose. I don't have to put up with that. But just those moments of me using the rose, and I was like, man, you know what would be bomb right now? Man. I cuddle. <laughs> ain't nobody here to cuddle with me. So let me just hug my pillow. <laughs> but it's not like a lonely thing, but it's just like, man, that'd be great. 
that is just I, I feel awesome. I feel like um our bodies crave intimacy and um it doesn't always have to lead to sex sometimes it does uh most time it does but it doesn't always have to but the body needs intimacy um men I'm gonna give y'all this y'all do be right when say that man can't hug you or kiss you like that you're right I mean that toy can't hug or kiss you like a man can um you're right but uh as far as like pleasing me yeah this toy is gonna do what it needs to do it's gonna do what it do baby um but I- I'm with you I I I'll I want intimacy. Like after after it's over, I, I want to roll over and cuddle with you. We don't have to cuddle all night. Just you know, get the little comforts off. You scoot on your side because it gets hot. You you scoot on your side. I scoot <laughs> on my side, and you know, we resume back to life. But those times do are missed. But the toys do make up for it. I'm not gonna lie. The toys definitely make up for it. Um. You rarely find, uh, I'm not going to say you rarely find a guy uh, that's the full package in the bedroom, but right now, I, I don't know. I'm iffy on I'm iffy on it because of regular diseases plus this virus, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. So I'm really iffy on that. Um, I don't want to be, but... I, yeah, my life is involved, so I have to be. I have to be. Um, you know what else I uh, crave mm-hmm. as well? To be soft. To yeah. let my guard down. To be vulnerable and then not be used against me later. Mm-hmm. Like in, mm-hmm. in the, the moment of us, you know, having a disagreement. But I really desire to have that. And a lot of us women, we were, you know, raised to have some type of hard exterior. We mm-hmm. had to. You you didn't want anybody to play you for a sucker. You didn't yeah. want it to be easy mark. But at the same time, with years of, you know, building up this exterior wall, when you have a partner that you really want to be vulnerable with and soft with a lot of times they don't create a safe space for you to do so. So that's definitely Mm -hmm. something that I want to do. I don't want to be a strong black woman. I want to be weak. Sometimes I don't want to say, okay, well I need help, but I'm not going to ask them for help or, Oh, I don't need your help. I could do it myself. I don't want to continue to feel that way. And like, I, I want to be able to depend, not to say that you're looking for a significant other to be your savior. I'm not saying that, but you definitely want to be with someone that you trust. You definitely want someone that you can, you know, let your guard down around and that allows you that safe space to be soft. And the thing is a lot of times, not all the times, but a lot of times when I see men, you know, with their gripes they might have about dating or women in general, they'd be disingenuous because women can create that type of space for them. But the thing is, is that just like we were taught a certain way and we were raised a certain way, they were raised and taught not to show feelings. 
to be mm-hmm. hard. Like, suck it up. Be a man. But women will, you know, really try to create that space for them. And sometimes they, they might let their guard down just a little bit. Sometimes they won't. Like, no, I'm all right. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And they, and they don't be. Or, you know, that whole trope of a gold digger. And we know that that is not true because man, there are so many men who are not in a, a good place financially that's still be in romantic relationships. So it just be a bunch of BS a lot of times. And as I had mentioned this before in another pod that I had to start taking what people post on social media with a grain of salt, because a lot of times their persona on social media is not their reality. Not at all. They have created a fantasy world on social media that is light years away from what their reality is. So I don't really feed into it, even if it sounds juicy or interesting. Sometimes people really do be making up stories and stuff like that for engagement. They they are losers. They don't have no friends outside of social media. That's the only interaction they can get to either get people riled up or try to get people on their side. It's it's really scary when you think it's about attention, it. Attention, attention that all attention ain't a good attention, but it's addictive. I'm man. just like, is it that serious? Ooh. But for some people, it is. It's it very definitely serious is for some people. But I just don't like when men be saying, so "I'm like y'all are lying." All right, and, and don't let me know you offline. <laughs> I haven't yet, but. Let me come across somebody that I know, like for real, for real, no, because I'm going this you, you, not that I'm waiting in the uh, in the shadows to this you, you, but don't ever go on social media trying to front like you one way. And I know that you're not. So luckily for me, I haven't had that situation happen. But yes, that's what I want. Just And it just requires also of me. To continue to not only enforce my boundaries, but to not bake, not to bend, excuse me, to break or to compromise. There's some compromise you can do, but then there are some things, but then there are some things absolutely no. You have to put Mm -hmm. your foot down and either people are going to respect the boundaries that you have in place or they're not. There's really no gray area for that. So that's just, you know, what I'm looking forward to this year. And again, like I said, I'm not putting any pressure on myself when it comes to, you know, dating and intimacy and sex. But there are definitely some conversations that y'all need to have with each other because that's what it's about. You want to be something that your significant other was missing a part of their life that was missing. And also just know that your significant other and you were women. They were whole complete mm-hmm. beings before y'all came together and don't lose yourself in a process of being so wrapped up in someone that you forget the person that you were before you, you know, got into that relationship with that person or dating that person. Just don't forget who you are. Remember who you are. I love that theme from The Lion King. Remember who you are. Look at you. Okay. <laughs> Disney just taught you something. Wait a minute. Is that Disney? Yeah, Disney just taught you something. 
Uh, but that's true though. You gotta love who you are because um, expecting to be someone else or trying to be like someone else, you will leave yourself in a hole of hurt in in the end. Um, and, and I'm with you going into the whole dating scene, not being hard on myself, um, stepping out of my usual box, um, which I'm I'm pretty outgoing, so that shouldn't be a problem. But um, definitely staying authentic to myself. Definitely being myself because you could come to one person one way, but then you come into them that way and they're not even knowing who you are once they break down to get to know you. So um, there's definitely that in the whole 2022 um we last year was preserving our sexy and uh this 2021 was preserving the sexy and uh 2022 is letting the sexy flourish as far as is your sex life as far as your relationship just all in all because who doesn't want a sexy woman you know i, I don't know anybody who doesn't do you <laughs> Listen, I am looking forward, not that I'm looking for a moment right now to happen, but I am looking for the next time that I do have sex for it to make up for those last two times that were bad for me. Okay. It needs to make my toes curl. Like, make my It needs to do what it do, baby. Yes, make my back arch like <laughs> make me sing like Mariah Carey. Like I am waiting for that. So far, the rose do some of that, but I'm looking for it to be accompanied by some warmth, wetness from a mouth, or yeah. or the warmth from a man's body. You know, so I'm, I'm looking for that. So. <laughs> That's where I am with it. I am looking forward to the next time I actually do engage in sex that it makes up for those two less meh experiences or just flat out <laughs> experiences. Meh experience like nah. And it has to really make up for it. So I don't want all this built up passion to go to waste anymore. And so that's why for me, um, you know, just continuing to spin the block when people just wasn't healthy for me is not going to get me anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, Are they blocked? Well, yes, they're blocked on my part. I don't know if they blocked me, but they're blocked on my part. And I just refuse to unblock them. Why? I already know how that story ends. I'm trying right. to start a new chapter and a new book with a new person. I definitely want to block and free because I just don't have time. Time or the patience. But we're going to wrap up this episode of Love Drop Podcast. We thank you all for listening and uh, coming to chill with us this year. 2022 is definitely uh, we're going to flourish Again, get out with some more content. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Love Drop Pod, also on Twitter as Love Drop Pod. 
And on Facebook as Love Drop Podcast, you could find me, Reese Ray, on Twitter and Instagram at I am Kirby Vixen. Uh, T, where can they find you? Y'all can find me on Twitter at T the Gem. You can find me on Instagram at underscore T the Gem. And we look forward to interacting more with y'all. When y'all listen to the podcast, hashtag the podcast, whether you you know, see our page on Instagram or on Twitter. If you want to be a guest on our show, let us know. Do not be bringing no spam to our inbox on our Facebook Messenger, okay? Do okay, not. that part. Because you will be banned. So do Ooh. not do that. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Don't be weird to us. <laughs> Whatsoever. I, I feel that we are both approachable. We're cool. Yeah, but just don't be weird. But like I said, you know, if you want to come, um, come in our messages, come correct. That's all we ask. And if you're a man, you know, depending on how you talk to us, we might drop our cash app, okay? Thank you so very much. Look, talk to me nice, okay? Talk to me nice. Yes. Um, You can also get merch on our on uh, the Flawless Noises uh, Media Network website. We have that up. Check out our other podcasters and the other um, shows. Uh, again, like she said, we're open to advice, compliments. If you want to be a guest, topic ideas, we're open to it all. Please continue to wear your mask in the word of Andrew Coswell. <laughs> wear your mask. Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. Be safe. We love you all. Goodbye.